Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, my better friends, still love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Okay. Okay. Cool. And great for you. Cool. Derek, you said? Fine. Larry? That's how I do my it every, my every Matt. time. Why are you acting like I've never done it before? I guess well, it's the Derek show uh, sponsored by Sebastian Bach now. Uh, I just, you know, I'm over it. What's up over it? My name's Matt. <laughs> nice. I'm into it. <laughs> oh, dude, they, into they, it they, QuickBooks? They fired my, they fired, they fired my wife. <laughs> uh, no, into it over it. The, the yeah. guy. I know into it QuickBooks over it. <laughs> exactly. That's how um, I feel after tax season. Am I right, guys? Woo! Same uh, here. Absolutely. I'm Eastside. And I, I'm I'm Zach. And uh, we're 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 doing something new today. We're exclusively talking about Young Rock. We should we should get this out of the way. You've heard of Young Sheldon, and now there's Young Rock. So Derek, as the one who's watched some Young Rock, yes. It's Keep fucking lay it, on us, brother. It's bad. I'm gonna watch every episode, but it's not good. I saw a thing that said it had uh 96% on Rotten Tomatoes or something, and Rotten it, Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> if they don't like turn it around and make it like very good, very fast, I don't know how it got that rating. The Rock's paying people. It's also The Rock. He's very charming. He can get whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. The whole premise is him running for president in 2032. And so they're interviewing him and he's telling stories of his youth. And it's just weird. My fear, and I just hope it's not one of these things where in 2032, we're like, we should have stopped him then. When the show came out and he was warning everybody, we should have stopped him. Probably going to be like. 2024 maybe 2028 <laughs> i think 2032 is a little far out actually. that's kind of what i was thinking too i was like wait he's running in 2032 <laughs> i mean if we continue to let the rock grow in size all the way until 2032 we won't be able to stop him so we better <laughs> stop him true. soon gotta stop. that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying because like See, we you know you're our right? fucking last hope you asshole we learned through the last four years celebrities just don't do it don't throw them in there. You don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Don't. But we this knew, is, but don't do it. This is what I want. This is what I want. The presidency, because it's all a fucking joke anyway. So Kanye fucking dude, God. Um, uh, it's The <laughs> Rock versus Kanye West, but it's decided at WrestleMania. It's one of those things that like sounds crazy, but in 2032, we'll be like, we should have stopped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just this. putting that out into the world because that's what I want to see. <laughs> I know. I just want to watch the world burn at this point. I don't give a fuck about anything. That's not true. I care about a lot of things. <laughs> I want the world to be a good place. Yeah, yeah I know it's we never going to be. You say, are you frozen? No. Or are you just super still? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's just was... contemplating the, the nihilism you brought to the first two <laughs> minutes of our podcast. You know, this is a bit of a nihilist week uh, from wrestling, too, so... Oh yeah, dude. I mean, should we kick things off with the Elim Chame? The Elim Chame? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about anything other than the ending of that pay per view. Oh, you mean where Miz won? 
fucking Miz. Where the Miz is the new champion? Oh, oh it's so awful. Awesome. Awful. Ha. Um, um let's just let's just start. Uh pre-show. John Morrison beat Elias Mustafa Ali and Ricochet. The winner joined the United States Championship match. Yep. I didn't watch it. Me neither. Uh Morrison won. Yeah. And uh and uh and that was a you know pre-show match, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um it was for like a pre-show match. I mean, you had aside from Elias, like three people who could work. Okay, I want to get this out of the way right now. Okay. There is some people who don't like John Morrison, and I am baffled because the dude's super talented in the ring. Like he's good. But he's attached to the Miz. That's not why they don't like him, though. They oh, actually, okay. These are people who are like Miz fans. are like, oh, Morrison sucks, though. Well, like, I wonder definitely. if people would just keep looking at him through like a past lens, you know? I feel like I don't know if people – because it's like, oh, great, Johnny Nitro. Oh, cool, a new up-and-comer. But it's like he himself – yeah, like you were saying, he's high as an entity. He's very good in the ring. He can really fucking elevate people, and he can do his own – he's great on the mic. I, I but, loved Johnny Mundo, and like that's mm-hmm. where I really was like before. I'm like, oh, Morrison's fine. His little like looking like fucking Jim Morrison shtick, and the shaman is sexy and all that stuff. Cool, whatever. But then right. Johnny Mundo happened, and then when he came back, he kept that like kind of campy ass way he would like do everything. I'm like, fuck yes, he's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I I hate. John Morrison has a baby face. Like he's legitimately, I think, one of the worst, like most boring baby faces I've ever seen. When I like watch back old stuff of his, or like from Lucha Underground at first before he turned heel. And but I think he's like great as this like cocky, like kind of just like dipshit heel. That yes. He's, like he's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Like in entertaining in that role. So. He uh he was at that lucha show that we in Nampa that we went to and uh, that I went to with my brothers and he gave my brother a free signed eight by ten if he promised to watch and review Boone on Amazon. Tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, so that's a pretty cool guy. I understand it not because I have anything against John Morrison, but when I when Ricochet and Aleister Black first debuted, I saw some video and I read the comments. Everyone hated both of them. Everyone in the comments of an official WWE post hated Ricochet and Alistair Black. So it's just that type of person doesn't Oh, no, I'm like... talking about people in this group chat. I mean. <gasps> oh, your friends. Okay. Yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> I mean, he does nothing for me, but when I watch him wrestle, I think he's fine. I don't yeah. think he's anything cool or special, but I honestly think he's kind of being stunted right now. I think it uh, it was a big disservice to have him come back and immediately just throw, throw him in with the, the, in the corner with the Miz again. It's like, well, I don't know. It seems like a missed opportunity because he is he, really good. And he can actually be funny, right? Yeah. And yeah. with the Miz, he's not. When, yeah. he, when he was that like just dipshit that like thought like in like he was like this actor like Johnny Mundo. It was the best when he was a heel. Like he was so funny because he was so oblivious. Mm. Uh, I think like the pairing of these two is actually like worse for has been worse for both of them. Like 
because I don't think that they're funny together mm-hmm. right, at all. But that's like their whole the whole gimmick um, is them being like they're they're trying to be edgy Christian and they're just not mm-hmm. like yeah. Um, they don't have the comedic timing together those those two, you know, and, and they're not Canadian. And like, I think the Miz is better not being a dipshit. Like 2016, 2017 Miz, I I would be stoked if he, you know, we had that version of the Miz in this spot because yeah. like his character work would make him like made him a convincing like heel that i think could have like cashed in you know you still would have hated it but you would be you're supposed to and it would have been like a good kind of right here's this is what i think a defense of the miz he's just phoning it in he's busy he's got what three four television shows he the thing is is he is not phoning it in because he has never gotten better at like in the ring stuff yeah and you know what Though we we haven't talked about this as a group, but I, 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 yeah, well, and we'll we'll talk about it more. I actually thought it was a good move. I thought it was cool because I don't how, think. How do I, I block Matt? <laughs> I don't, well, just because I there's not a world that I see Miz being the champion at WrestleMania defending that title. I think it just makes it a it, it just adds a layer of compelling story to getting it back on Drew in the interim until we get to fucking mania i think it's just like between him and lashley and drew it's just gonna be like story stuff he's not gonna be a a champion like he's already doing his shit fucking heel thing like on raw where he's like i will defend this title i will be a defending champion but the opportunity needs to be right like the whole thing like he's just a shithead and it's not gonna stay on him that long i bet he loses it by or at fast lane um that's why i i kind of liked what zach was saying that like the 2016 2017 miz was so sure of himself that he would have fought, you know? And that's like kind of what made him grading is that like he would be so hard-headed and saying that he was the best and he was better than Bob, like Daniel Bryan and all this. And he would be trying to prove it. And then that's where him being a shitbag heel comes into play even more. It's because he's declaring that he's doing this, not scared. And then he has that. It's Mm -hmm. almost, we'll get to this too, but it's the difference in booking how like somebody like Santos Escobar, even though he's he's a heel and you know he's gonna do some chicken shit shit, he's never made to look stupid. Yeah, he's never made to look weak. He was made to look smart, and Miz is made to look like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I don't mind it. I don't mind a, a good old fun dumb dumb holding that belt for a while. But we'll get to it. Well, I guess we'll talk about it more. Um, should we kick off the, the card proper? Yeah, with we the got first elimination the, chamber match. The elimination chamber match for the Universal Championship: Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn. Daniel Bryan came out victorious after coming in first. It was great. Sick. He was the first one in there. <laughs> this, yeah, I love I love the match. Great, like all the people in it were awesome, except for I mean, I'm not the biggest Corbin fan, but they got rid of him first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was fucking blown away. I'm like, okay. And I actually like Corbin in matches like this because he has cool spots, you know, and that's all like he comes in, does his cool spots is like, he's big and physical and stuff. And so like, I like him in matches like this. Like, I think he's had some really good multi-man matches where he only has to do like his tiny piece and let everyone else carry the workload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like, he he's played an the interesting role. addition. 
he played the role of like grounding everybody else because other than i mean sammy Zayn, not so much anymore but everyone else is definitely like you know a very physically dominant sort of uh like I guess, physicality physicality mm-hmm. plays a huge role in their in their fucking style and so to have someone like corbin in there keeping everyone on the ground and like stopping people in their tracks like it, it worked well for him yeah definitely and like cesaro getting like a pretty cool shine in that and i you know from smackdown last night kind of but he fucking swung seth around like for, they're awesome. they're using somebody that they've established that is always a top tier character seth rollins to help Cesaro get over, which I wouldn't be surprised if it is like coming from Brian, who's on the creative team, as mm-hmm. well as probably Seth being like, yeah, they all fucking boy. Like, they all work crazy. together. Yeah. And like, they all know he's never gotten what he deserves. But like, dude, all fucking Cesaro needs to do is show up rocking fucking denim jeans and no shirt, and he's over in my fucking eyes. Yeah. And, and like, I listened to, um, the Corey Graves podcast with him because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I also listened to the one with Finn mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Cause it's funny, but I love what Graves was saying is like, you can run Cesaro like you ran fucking Bruno San Martino. And the fact it's like, they're not the best talkers. They were just like the best, like in that ring at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. you just run him like that. And how he's kind of a man of the people and like his story of how he got over to the US all to be a wrestler. Like people could will fucking eat that up. Like they Yeah. Or mm. or give him give him a mouthpiece. Call up Bivens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, Bivens and Cesaro would be a hilarious combo. Yeah. Like I just want more Bivens all the time, but like I don't think if this works, especially in this era of like, you don't really get too much crowd reaction. So Vince can't mm -hmm. like necessarily shit on things right off. If like you're in fucking like Tennessee and it's like, you're trying to get like fucking Cesaro over. um, It seems like they're actually going all in and you can tell because Vince is in Michael Cole's ear. And when Michael Cole is saying some of the things he's saying, like they're, Mm -hmm. they're actually trying something. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So, well, and so Tennessee was... is actually where the Cesaro section was birthed because it's birth. Oh, yeah. What a maneuver founder, Michael Michael Jackson. So, um, and putting him with Seth is a big. That's big for him. Mm-hmm. I love that's it. Seth looked match. like such a fucking dweeb. <laughs> he literally was like, "No, stop it!" And I think stop there was it. an episode of Ride Along where they were riding together, so you know they're close. Mm-hmm. And so this oh, is yeah. probably Seth like. Like, I want to do my part to help him get where he's going to be. And I'm guessing he may have also signed that new contract. Mm. And <laughs> you don't get this kind of push when he don't sign. Yeah, yeah seriously. You become they, a cuck. They were in Ring of Honor at the same time, like right? Like Claudio and Tyler Black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were hitting the independent circuit <sighs> around the same yeah. time. So, yeah, um, it... it definitely cool to see cesaro like that it was i was kind of surprised when daniel bryan won when it came down to him and jimmy uh, i'm glad like, that it was brian because he's too. bulletproof yeah same mm. same and they carried the story over really well on uh smackdown but uh yeah for sure it, it, it was, was just it, fun ko cool. and um jay like i think that's gonna be the mania match and like i'm excited because i think they're gonna do something stupid yeah mm-hmm. kevin's Jay's going to beat the shit out of him and Kevin's going to jump off something stupid. Yeah, and it's going to be great and Kevin's yeah. going to win again. And 
I love that it is, again, kind of using an established guy, Kevin Owens, to help even get another guy up just to that next level too. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes Jay feel even more important because he didn't just drop down like to a nothing feud like, I don't know, like some of the other people do after they get like a random push. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, she's right there with Kevin Owens, who's former Universal Champion, is perennially mm-hmm. at like the top of the card or top, mm-hmm. or at least like upper mid-card to main event. So, yeah. I think yeah. Kevin right now is the like, in case of emergency, like, great glass. Like, he could, like, they could, if Roman got hurt, like, and they needed a new Universal Champion on Monday, you just like, drop that or fucking, on, on SmackDown on Friday, they just have drop Kevin that win theme, it. Right. Drop that theme song. Kevin comes out, challenges for it. Everyone's like, cool. Yeah. He's Kane. Like, Kane, literally, yeah. break glass, Kane's up. But then Kane can be in a tag team. Kane can be in a random storyline, but you always have that. And that's, I think, stuff that they need. Mm -hmm. Need somebody like that. And so that's a great spot to have. Like, I mean, that means I think Kevin's going to end up becoming mayor of a town now. (laughs) I mean, probably maybe like a province in Canada. Well, and this is a little weird tangent, but there's all this talk about how WWE doesn't have stars. They don't have superstars. Wrestling but, you know, in general, com- in, comparably. In 10 years, if Kevin Owens showed up randomly, I would be stoked. But is that just me because I love Kevin Owens? Yeah. Or do you think well, the... I think the idea of the star, like people talk about how Cena was kind of the last like monolith of the like a wrestling sort of idol. But it's like after that came the advent of certain things like social media where you really get to you don't just have the narrative presented to you uh that the show wants and then you kind of pick up little pieces around about who they really are it's like they're all in your face so that's like, true for one person to really ascend beyond the world of like the rest of it the talent is really t- tough because we're so intimately like aware of who they are as people now that we just weren't back then mm. yeah but kevin owens is one of those people though so it's, it's almost now like well i was gonna say to- though but like with that same thing, that almost makes you kind of buy into people a little bit more. Exactly, it's when, more of a genuine sort of uh, like human to human connection. Like we see how how much Kevin loves his family on social media, and how much he delivers in the ring. It's like I love that guy. It, it just transcends beyond a, a, a superstar. It's like, oh, you're a good dude, and we love you at your job. Hmm. Also, yeah. I I don't think that the next crossover like wrestling superstar is going to be from the men's division i'm pretty sure it's gonna be from the women's sasha. division i mean sasha's gonna... already fucking she's already a star war alum <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah not that her acting's great but um you didn't have a big chance now it's all <laughs> did, you guys, did you all um see the broken skull sessions with sasha i haven't yet. i haven't watched it yet mm-hmm. it, it's a good time but she I've heard talks highlights like her, from it she talks like she's in character the whole time she's talking to steve like this <laughs> i am the champ i think that might be how she talks i no, standard don't the think blueprint. that it is i think the issue is that she has some pretty severe social anxiety from what i picked up and i think mm-hmm. when her talking and character gets her past that but it's very like it's a very affected way of talking yeah for sure it just Definitely. it sounds like sasha banks not necessarily like mercedes yeah, like, yeah. I've watched up, up, down, down with her, and you hear her real voice, 
and it's like oh cool it's like it's the same voice but the cadence is just so much different With, like, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. A, yeah and so you, like what zach is saying like once the guard is down it's like yeah. yeah she's playing with her husband and like on up up down down like they're having a good time but then yeah like imagine sitting across from steve austin on a wwe product <laughs> it's like how do i Sasha banks goddamn kid <laughs> that match is one of my favorites Thanks. having a hell of a run steve <laughs> yeah like how do you just sit down and be like yeah thanks man like it was really cool (laughs) hell of a run we're like joe that space show kid yeah (laughs) wish you had a lightsaber that would have been cool did you meet that baby yoda (laughs) baby yoda (laughs) god damn what god damn that guy's cute as hell I'm going to give him a boot and a stutter, drop over a stack of goddamn dimes, though. <laughs> Dude, stomp Straight a mud hole Steve in Austin. him. Stomp a little green mud hole in him and walk him <laughs> I feel um, bad for Gen X. I'll you still just randomly yell, Straight up, Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, after this match, uh, Daniel Bryan got an opportunity at the uh, Universal Championship. Roman came, Roman I came love- down there walking like a, the fucking biggest dog in the yard. Beating up a a man who's been beaten. It It made so much sense to me Mm -hmm. because that's like the same as Brian because he just was number one in the fucking chamber. One. And then like here comes fucking full of himself Roman and Paul Heyman. And it's like you motherfuckers. It's just it's a great way to do it because everybody knows Roman's like usually going to win anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it just makes him seem like such a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just make him look like a dick. Yeah. Exactly. they, They made it like they gave Brian just enough offense, like for like just literally a split second to go like, oh, is this actually going to be a match? And then no, nope, it's like- that was so ex- to I that was exciting for sure. Like when Roman like was setting up for the spear, all cocky, and then Brian just hops out of the way and throws him in that label lock, and it's just like, oh shit, oh oh, he might. Are get they him. calling it the label lock again? No, it, for some reason that's just what pops up in my head when he, I know. Oh no, that was a genuine like, question, just because mm-hmm. it's like. Yes lock, no lock. Then, like yeah. when it was the Planet Champion Labelle lock. I know. Then, is it it's back probably to yes the lock? Chuck Liddell lock at one point? Probably was. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's still the yes lock. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes lock. But yeah, cool. it's cool. It was yeah, a good it, way to advance the story. And yeah. then, roll the story. Yeah. Edge speared, speared the man on his own night. Mm-hmm. Roman on his own night, his own fucking special time. He got speared, making it official that we'll have Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I think I, that's good. Depending on how fast lane goes. Who's going to be Roman at fast lane, Matt? So here's the thing that happened on SmackDown. I actually mm-hmm. watched so much wrestling this week. It was great. Tight. Um, but well, just hopping it forward a little bit, Brian's like, you know, basically he came out, interrupted Roman and was like, I think you are a smart, wonderful champion. Some other people in the back are saying you're a coward for coming up and, uh, you know, attacking someone who had just went through an elimination chamber match. And so basically he was saying like, just you and me one more time, like prove that, prove that you're the champ that, it, you know, you say you are at, mm-hmm. at fast lane, put the title up. Let's figure, you know, let's solve this once and for all. And so it kind of evolves but... into this thing of like, if, if, if Brian can beat Jimmy tonight, Jay. Okay, it's, it's Jay. J- whatever, Jay. Yes, you're Leno. completely right. Uh, if he can beat Jay tonight, then that's the match. And then, but Edge is all like, uh, "It sounds like this guy who lost the Rumble skipped ahead of me in line." Mm-hmm. And so I like like stuff like that's like 
not everything's so fucking black and white. When they talk about shades of gray in wrestling, usually it isn't things that are like real. It's just like they're just like a like either like a heel that like wins righteously or like they are like a baby face that's kind of a dick. But this mm-hmm. is like a real thing. It's like it's like hold on, like you guys are fucking with the, like I just made my decision based off like all this, and then y'all are doing this to me. Like it makes sense. And it really Brian, does. And they're talking about it. I like the way they were talking about it almost in like a exposing the business kind of way. Like Adam Pierce or whatever is just like, is that what Adam Pierce who was back there talking to him? Scrap, scrap iron. Former NWA champion, Adam (laughs) Pierce. Uh, And he's like, he's like edge. Hey, it's just basically it was like, you know, universal title is just a bigger draw. We want to, you know, if if it's going to be on the fast lane card, it's going to draw more numbers kind of thing. (laughs) And so it's like, it's just business, baby. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta make that big peacock debut. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they peacock. put Edge against him at Fastlane, they would spike the peacock numbers. I wish but, it was Roadblock into the line. But mm-hmm. what's what is weird to me is like, I guess I'm thinking about it wrong because why would Edge want it at Fastlane when he could get it at no. WrestleMania? He wants it at WrestleMania, but he doesn't. Initially, the plan at Fastlane was going to be Brian and Edge versus Jay and Roman. Uh, like tag match okay okay and so edge was basically like i thought we had an understanding he wants that wrestlemania match Mm -hmm. but he's like why the hell is now the stipulation that that title might be up but you know that roman's going to defend that title potentially at fast lane now okay yeah but the match ended in a double count out it did so we don't know we don't know building some intrigue also this is really random um in the the one of the group chats i'm in they sent this picture real quick, and I just fucking started laughing. This is an enamel pin of Ric Flair, and is okay. he crying? It looks like a bad oh blow-up doll. Oh, it looks like a bad. Yeah, it looks like a. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a Ric Flair that you could have. You could have sex with his mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the actual Ric Flair too, but that's either here or there. Dude, he's been doing so much fucking crying lately. <laughs> Like I, we'll get to that been, too. He's been doing so much public um, crying lately. Let's keep let's 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 keep let's keep it rolling. Let's this. keep it rolling. All right. Roman Reigns got, defends his title at, at Elimination Chamber and wins. We got a triple threat match for the United States Championship: Bobby Lashley, John Morrison, Riddle. Um, exactly what I thought was going to happen. Just a different yeah. person. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, you thought Morrison was going to win? No, I thought a uh, different person, Keith Lee, was going to be in there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I knew that Lashley was Lashley was going to lose the title to get him into the main event without program. him losing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought it was going to be Keith Lee beating Riddle. Well, mm-hmm. I don't like Keith Lee's apparently injured. So, uh, and also Riddle just like or like his secret has like I don't know. They're that whole Keith Lee thing. It seems like usually, they're keeping it very under wraps. Yeah. Usually, when it's secret, it's either neck or head. So. Oh, okay. Mm. I thought it was COVID. Um, um, but yeah, so Riddle wins and runs away like a little baby. Yeah, new US so champion. Riddle. I will say I, I like when they actually use the no DQ part of a triple threat. That's one mm-hmm. thing I do enjoy is when they actually do that. Because what, it's a thing. What is that? Because I've never <laughs> noticed it. it. There's no disqualifications in triple threat matches. No counter. Oh, no okay, DQ. okay, okay. Yeah. And so when they actually it it's like good like you're being smart <laughs> mm-hmm. you can go just wallop somebody at the crutch 
Also, I like that the ref yelled it out at MVP, who was like, what? He has a fucking crutch. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's no DQ, triple threat. I'm like, thank you for like, at least letting the people know. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. job, referee. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah. No, it was cool. I honestly, like, we, we've talked about it. I mean, Riddle as a human being, he's pretty much bottom of the bottom of the barrel at this point in my opinion but it was exciting to see him win that title off lashley uh for a storyline's sake i'm curious to see where it goes for sure they're putting more into riddle so mm-hmm. i mean at least it makes booking and watching the tv show easier to digest when they actually have a direction for somebody instead yeah, of somebody exactly. just floating randomly like fucking retribution or fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Rip. um a tag team match for the women's tag team championship. Nia Jackson's Shayna Baszler beat Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I remember enjoying this match. I don't I remember so, why. I was so happy to be wrong. You know, I thought it was going to be that Sasha and Bianca just couldn't get on the same page and they were going to get dominated and it was going to be boring. But they were actually a great tag team together, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. I, I don't it, remember anything from this match. Like, <laughs> they not just a like single thing. They made it a point to be like, "Yeah, hey, we're we're actually fucking kicking ass together." But then it was the Simolier, the Simolier mm-hmm. got involved, and then Sasha. I think Sasha. T- I don't know if Sasha took the pin or if Belair took the pin. But Sasha did. Yeah, because of uh, Reginald. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, they, you know, they lost, but it was cool to see them actually like working together from a, uh, an angle of like uh, respect and, and desire to win. Like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like this petty, like, I don't like you. I don't like you. We're not going to be a good tag team. It's like, they actually worked really well together. And I was like, Oh, that's a cool way to actually advance the story to then Bianca, you know, we'll get to it on SmackDown, yeah. but did challenge. I, I kind of enjoy Reginald, not like it was all for Carmella, but it didn't seem like that at first. I was like, he's like obsessed with Sasha now. It's just, he's kind yeah. of like a Sasha stalker now, which I think is, is obviously dangerous territory storyline wise. But like uh this whole thing of like the boss is the fucking shit, but this fucking dude, Reggie won't back the fuck off. And it's like ruining her shit. Like he even just straight up on SmackDown came in and like spoke for her, Sasha for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> Carmella was like, even kind that. of like, what are you fucking doing? Like, what <laughs> yeah. she threw, like last week when she threw like the wide at him, it's like you fucking better know what you're fucking doing and whose side <laughs> you're on. I, I like like he goes rogue. He's he's an interesting cat. So uh huh, I agree. I just turned into Steve Austin for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good hand. No, I think it's super cool too that they've been doing like more intergender stuff with with uh, Reginald and like. I feel like he got lucky because he got signed like a year ago or not that long ago. He never made it to NXT TV, but now he made it to SmackDown and he has like this spot that isn't going to be taken by like pretty much anybody else because mm-hmm. he does the flippy shit. He was in fucking um, Is he a Cirque du Soleil guy. Yeah, Cirque du yeah. Soleil. But now he's like put this niche of like a unproblematic and actually can like do some decent stuff. James <laughs> yeah. Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, he Nobody doesn't have did. an offspring tattoo. Yeah, he doesn't have an offspring tattoo. Not creepy. Um, doesn't send dick pics to kids. <laughs> Already a big step up. Just but also, big... it's just cool because like they're leaning into that, mm-hmm. and it's you get to see something different, some like real progression out of that. So it's really mm-hmm. cool. Even yeah. if they just want him to be a geek, they're just doing great with it. So yeah, and he, mm-hmm. he's really entertaining. 
And it's believable when Nia Jax beat, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had an elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Drew versus AJ versus <clears throat> Jeff versus Kofi versus Randy versus Shay. Mus. Um, Shay this was Mus. better than I, I thought it was going to be. By I had a ton a of fun watching amount. it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the most I've ever enjoyed Sheamus ever. Ever. He's match or recently? Like this like last little run of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, even when he was like Gangs of New York, like mm-hmm. fucking weird just showing up there, just like in that fucking weird outfit. It's like he was been working so hard in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like the matches like he had like with Riddle were great. Mm-hmm. Like the shit he was like kind of doing with Drew and like getting that built up. Um he's just been working his ass off and it shows and I don't know. This is the most I've ever been interested in. Ever. Right before, right before uh, Styles eliminated uh, Sheamus in the match, Sheamus hit that bro kick on uh, Drew, and it was like obviously I wasn't thinking like, oh man, Sheamus is gonna fucking get Drew, but it's just like this guy can. He's in a place right now where like as a character in in ring, he can kind of hold his own with some of the fucking. You know he can he doesn't he ain't sitting on the porch all right Seamus is running with the big dogs I, I never thought I would ever turn the corner like this hard on Seamus because like I didn't mind the bar just like I'm like I really like Cesaro and the fact that Seamus gets booked at a certain level all the time it was great because that means Cesaro was booked at that level as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fascinating that Randy went out first I love that Randy went out first with and no I love that it, shit right no I love that shit. it was Kofi it's just like yeah Kofi still got his number it's like they after like they've been kind of like since Kofi has been uh, back in the tag team, he's lost some matches where I'm like, what are you doing? But mm-hmm. this kind of kind of putting this run back on. I'm like, there it is. Okay, you're getting well, him back. Randy's another bulletproof guy. He can lose a million times and nobody would ever fucking remember. And I like it because Randy and Kofi are buds, mm-hmm. like in real life, and so like Randy's like in this new stage of his career where like I think he's trying to put people over. Yeah, trying mm-hmm. can you imagine can you imagine six months ago us just like saying all these positive things about Seamus and randy orton uh i'll say a year ago yeah because yeah. R- randy's been like this last like that's true him and edge's stuff was all, I, I really enjoyed so yeah it's true yeah yeah and he he said black lives matters like over a year ago at this point right yeah and the no, bar it was, last, stuff, it was last summer and the bar the bar is set low enough that now he's just ascended to fucking woke daddy status no, he's just doing the bare minimum, but I know, I know. It the was the least minimum. expected for him. And the bare minimum, like when it like in regards to Randall, it's like yeah. that's a lot for him. Yeah. And in the yeah. wrestling world. Dude, yeah. and this is this is such an aside. This is such an aside, but did you see that funny bare ass minimum fucking Oreo thing? Mm, trans people exist. Trans people exist. Did you There's, see what? <laughs> that, that's all they tweeted out and then some it was so funny because someone else like retweeted it was just like oreos exist <laughs> the the other the uh, i forget the name but the oreo the company that oreo stole oreo Nabisco? from oh no. no um it's like hellax or something it sounds like a chemical not yeah a it sounds i know it sounds like a medicine <laughs> but they were just like huh oreo whatever and they like um they ended up saying like trans people exist and we stand by them and we always have. Which I don't know if that part's true. They're a very old company. Yeah, but it's, it's all performative. It is yeah. all performative. But it was just funny that like this the company that 
got shit on by Oreo years and years ago. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're still fucking fucking salty about it, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, Drew won that match. Drew won that match. It was Obviously. good. Uh, who did it come down to? Was it him and was it Drew and a- AJ? It was Drew and AJ. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then Lashley came down and beat the fucking hell out of Drew. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I'm out of this baby. T- I'm out of this little title picture. I want the big title now. But I'll be honest, man. Like watching fucking Lashley just like ragdoll Drew around is a sight to to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so much vascular muscle. <laughs> when did, when did Lashley around. come back? Like um, two or three years ago now. Yeah, like he's been back for a while. I remember the, the Lashley sisters thing feels like it was an eternity ago, but it really was about two years was, ago. I think was that when he came back? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so finally getting to uh, like what Lashley really could do because I mean he was doing this in Impact, just running through people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like so, it's it's just an impressive sight, and it made while. sense. You know, Drew had just went through hell, but and he's just like getting. Was it Hell in a Cell? It was Elimination Chamber. Ha! Well, it seemed pretty hellacious, and then uh, Lashley beat the fuck out of him, and then something awesome happened. Go ahead. <laughs> Miz cashed in his fucking shit. He fucking skull crusher finaled our fucking Scottish sex symbol and uh, sexy sexy Shrek as we do end up calling him sometimes. Uh, and now Miz is the new uh, champion, champion of the mm-hmm. WWE, the illustrious, most coveted title in the business. The thing, one thing I do like about it, I do like that Bobby like helped the Miz win this. Thinking that, or MVP in the Hurt Business, thinking that Lashley would just get a match against The Miz and murder him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which, but they're basically being like, Miz, you don't really have much of a say in the matter, which I do kind of <laughs> like. That's the thing is, Miz is like, I'm the champ now, but it's just, he is already facing down impossible obstacles where it's like, what, what's the, uh, I can't remember what the thing, but basically he's, he's, facing a triple threat match against Lashley and uh, Drew now. <laughs> it's just this like, you know, to me, that's what I like about it. It's like, put it on him for two, three weeks, you know, just get, maybe just pl- get a little like, excitement popping up around this of being like, he's got it. Now he's got it. Who's got it. And then when we get to mania, give us a fucking good match without the Miz in it at all. Mm-hmm. Please God. No. So we'll see how it goes. Obviously WWE doesn't have, my total faith that they'll just have a fun little beat with, you know, Miz will get a fun, a little cup of coffee with the title. And then it will go back to the way, you know, of dominating champions, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, they're definitely building up bad bunny and um, priest to (laughs) fight Miz and Morrison, which would be really cool. And especially like bad bunny, like legit, like is super stoked to be the 24 seven champion. And, I watched Saturday Night Live last weekend Me and he, he had the 24 7 title with him. And the responses people were giving were like, it's like, oh, like not a bigger flex than like bringing out like your WWE titles. Like people were stoked. And these yeah. aren't like people on wrestling Twitter. I just was searching yeah. Bad Bunny stuff and just looking to see like how the reaction would be. And it's like a bunch of people who've never watched wrestling or haven't watched it in forever, like, oh, hell yeah, Bad Bunny's the fucking man. And He's bringing out his title. I got to watch now. It's like, I want to see what this dude's about, like, over here. That's mm-hmm. cool. 
and it, you know it the crossover appeal is real i I, it, I mean we've we've watched some episodes of saturday night live depending on who the host is but i was like i want to watch it because bad bunny's gonna be on it and he has the title <laughs> i like the I fake just, news all the time and then um yeah yeah that's i just I just wish Kyle Mooney got a run as the 24 seven champion. That's I was I hoping more for a Pete Davidson. Oh, no, that would be great. I like Pete. Davidson. Oh man. And we watched the King of Staten Island a couple weeks ago. That movie's really fucking good. I I really like it. I have a, movie I've watched. I have yeah. a big aversion to Pete Davidson and a bigger aversion to Bill Burr. So and I, that movie I, might just make me upset. I honestly, it might turn you around on both of them. Uh, it, it turned me around on Pete Davidson for sure. And I've been like, so, so about Bill Burr. I don't like watching interviews, but that if it's for family show is pretty good. Any hooser. Um, yeah, that, that was elimination I'm, chamber. Yeah. I'm stoked on the, the, the priest bad bunny stuff still. And we'll yeah. just hop into raw. Um, Dog. First off, Angel Garza got so much on offense in their match they had. Mm-hmm. I was so surprised. But then, like, Damian Priest won. Uh, first off, love it. Just seeing the uh, representation there. It's like, oh, cool. It's like Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, Mexican. It's like, this is awesome. Because us, us Browns, as I call me, um, <laughs> we grew I will, up. We I will say, I will us. never call you that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I always just yeah, Derek, I, you didn't have to specify that. <laughs> I, I have this funny thing I do just to, I think it's Gabe and I like we'll refer to ourselves as that just to kind of make white people uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. I think that, um wrestling is like part of our culture and as kids, like it's our shit. I mean, when Kalisto at that one house show that like that was in Boise that we went to mm-hmm. gets one of the biggest pops of the <laughs> Super yeah. crazy back in the day, barely used on TV. Like was getting these giant John Cena ass chains. <laughs> it's because like when we see our own out there, we're, we're all for it. And mm-hmm. so getting Bad Bunny, totally. getting like Priest, getting like Angel Guards, getting like that on TV, and especially with a crossover person like Bad Bunny, who's so fucking popular, mm-hmm. you, you can get all pretty much like you can get all of us back. I do. It is really cool. I love when, and I feel like they've been like loosening up on this lately with like uh, people who, who's like um, either are like multilingual or like English isn't their first language, letting them speak in character in their native language. Like when priest and bad bunny are just cutting Spanish to each other is awesome. When, when Oscar can just cut like a half of a full ass promo, (laughs) just in complete, like completely in Japanese. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I, it's like the words that, like, if I don't understand what they're saying, it the emotion still gets across. It gets across better mm-hmm. than if they're trying to find the words in their non-native tongue or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's cool just seeing them like bro, bro out together. Like Damien, this is the kind of Damien Priest that I like, where he's just like, this is a chill. fucking different ass person of like punishment. And mm-hmm. then like when he first came in, and I am so here for because it, it looks like it's him. He mm-hmm. comes across like a fucking star. Mm-hmm. He has a a great look got charisma can work this dude's set up to fucking like i think they realize because they've been trying to search for the next ray mysterio even though they have ray mysterio <laughs> yeah and 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 they literally have little ray mysterio yeah but He's bigger, bigger. They, but they've been searching for a, a star like that to tap into the like the latin market if you will hmm. well yeah because they've always had i mean i'm sure there were people before eddie but they there was eddie and then were Ray and Eddie at the same time, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I guess they haven't always had, but and they're then, always looking to tap into that markets. They had Alberto Doritos. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say his actual name. No, 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 I got it. Um, and then like they tried with Sin Cara and failed miserably. With that. Mm. So much so that they kind of put on the back burner for a minute because they were like, this was so bad. <laughs> that was like one of Triple H's first big things and it failed. Mm. Not 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 Trip's fault though, because um Sin Car Mystico at the time was one of the best workers and one of the most popular stars in Mexico. Mm-hmm. By by all like by all intents and purposes, that should have been a fucking home run. Mm-hmm. And it was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> From heard, day I, one. I've heard like reports basically saying like Mystico didn't think he had to put in the work to learn like to learn the American style at all. And like you watch some of those early matches, and you're like, "Oh yeah, in Mexico they work left to right, not right to left." And like, mm-hmm. it, and it's like he's so lost, and it's so it's so bad. Unless they put him in the ring with Chavo, and they, when they would put him with Chavo, it was fine. Or like when Hunico, like that was fine. Ooh, Chavo. Besides that, it was a nightmare. <laughs> what's What's insane is how they just dropped the ball on Andrade. Is he hurt? Where's Poppy? I think they're gonna repackage him after Mania. Okay. Um, because he was like Charlotte's husband. Honestly, I think they might pair him together, but like he was even posting it's like, you know, like wait and see, it's like rebuilding Andrade. I think they're gonna repackage him. Okay. He is Vince may not like him, but they also understand like he can do decent enough. And also he's with Charlotte Flair who they are going to be like, hey, what's your input on certain things? Because she's a big enough star, so he's probably pretty safe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nepotism wins. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Charlotte Flair, was that on Raw? (laughs) Was that SmackDown? Oh, that was Raw. That was Raw. Dude, what the fuck, man? Just straight up Ric Flair getting scolded for being gross. (laughs) I will say, you know what? If they remember when she, like, slapped him and told him to leave that like a couple years ago or whatever Mm -hmm. if they would have done that promo like the one they did on monday then Uh that would have made so much more sense it would have been fine but this this was literally like somebody was like hey we actually need to publicly recommend uh reprimand rick flair for pretending that that baby is his (laughs) so they're like all right we'll write it into a promo I will say at least he wasn't just bawling and at least he kind of defended himself so they didn't make him look like a total geek. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. I thought the the way it went made it less awkward, but at first I was like, what? I don't He also sounded sober. He did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is a win in of itself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. But yeah, it was just like, I do like the thing of like, let me be Charlotte. Like, let me do my shit. I don't want to be Ric Flair's daughter. You pulling your your antics out here. You're just making it all about you. I don't give a shit what you say. And then uh, that was like, that's cool and whatnot. And then, yeah, he was saying, like, I want to keep our name household. I want to keep it household by grooming new talent kind of a thing. Like, bro. But I just thought it was so funny when she was like, do you think it's out? It's funny out there dancing around, pretending like that's your baby? <laughs> I, I, think, I feel like they also had to like publicly say, it's not Ric Flair's baby. Yeah, exactly. Like we're not going, that's not where we're going with it. Rick just decided to dance. <laughs> but yeah, it Rick, was silly. Rick didn't understand. 
but also something that I fucking about Raw that I was just like, what are you doing? Was Braun Strowman's gimmick right now is literally I think it, this sucks. His this gimmick is, is he literally just hates Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, this is stupid. I want my title shot. Shane, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're yeah. stupid, Shane. I'm gonna fuck you up. Literally being boy. like Shane being like uh, or Adam Pierce out there being like no, this is how it works, man. Like he won this match, uh, so he gets this. T- well, I think that sucks. Yeah, it's like, dude, shut up, <laughs> come on. And then he fucking loses clean. <laughs> Big baby Braun. Yeah, well, because so like the whole thing was like he was like, I want a title shot, and then he was like, and then Shane's like, all right, man, if you can beat Bobby Lashley tonight, then you and Bobby Lashley can face the Miz uh, That's for cool. that for that their title. Uh, and so uh, they had a match, and then fucking Braun lost. So that mm-hmm. triple Bobby threat match is not out of a power slam. Yeah. So that triple threat match is not going to happen, <laughs> and Braun just looks like a little baby. It's going to be Braun and Shane at WrestleMania, and <laughs> Shane is going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? Just because I want to see how, like how Braun throws like Shane into the abyss, I'm interested in that. I hope he throws him right into Joseph Parks. Ha! Ah. Ah. Um, oh maybe we'll get the return of return of Baba Tunde to protect oh, Shane. Dabakato? That's the fucker. That's his name. I always call him Baba Tunde as well. So Baba Tunde is a way better name. Aren't those wrestlers being like uh sidelined for like NXT Real or whatever? NXT Evolve? Well, Baba Tunde was drafted to Raw. Oh, okay. And so was Arturo Huas, but then he went back to NXT and then towards back in that awesome match against Kushida. Arturo Huas, I just want to see more of him. He's injured. I think I yeah. think they're gonna be they're making a new show where it's they supposed are. to be presented more real. So it's raw underground the show. And it's supposed to be like an it's gonna be just like NXT, but like scaled down even more to like the people like the August Grays or like Alex Zane who just got signed. We can talk about the, all the signings and everything. Um, here in a minute, it's an rock. It's essentially for the. It's like NXT for NXT. Mm. Okay. AEW Dark Ascension or whatever. It's called oh, yeah. fucking, oh, what is it called? God. Elevate or something. Elevate. Elevation. It's like shut the fuck up. One of the um, things that I thought is cool though, from around the last little 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 bitty bitty bit of thing I liked was that they're setting up a feud between Styles and Ricochet, which means Ricochet might be getting off main event. Yeah, it's like seeing him on the the paper and then seeing him on Monday. I'm like, wow, Trevor. <laughs> okay. Also, he, I don't think done super proud. spreaders Trevor. I don't think he's dating Casey Cat and Zara anymore. Oh, okay. And so I mean, that's. I would hope not. And so that's good. And it seemed like Trevor he was bad boy. on one of the uh, uh, Spanish like um, content creators for WWE. Like she does like interviews and stuff. Mm. So you're like hitting on each other on their comments I saw randomly on this one picture of Ricochet that had he had 30 abs and I said that I'm like wait who's giving him some hard eyes and how why is he responding that I just kind of real bored looked into it it's great yeah dude I love I love being an internet sleuth I don't I don't know if Ricochet's a bad boy I think he's just a little horny boy and just he he finds someone likes him he doesn't care about what he's into as a track record of dating the worst white women Uh, in the world but Uh, yeah yeah, did him and Seth? No, him and who? Oh, is Catanzaro bad? Oh, yeah, she's a little, oh. she's friends with a little Trumper, and uh, she's a super spreader. 
Big Ooh. Trump. Mm. She posted this video of her like talking about the dangers of COVID, and then someone took that video and put her at a New Year's Eve party. Oh wow! On it, oh. yeah. Good to and know. Then, that she, then she deleted her Twitter after posting like a video saying, "We were wearing masks before, but then the pictures were taken, and <sighs> like we were by ourselves." And it's like. And then she deleted her Twitter. So uh, they had Xylee beat the shit out of her. Um, gotcha. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, anything else on around worth noting? Um, Dedrick and Shelton were kind of on the same page and they just were, they beat the shit out of the Lucha House Party and were just mm. doing so many cool moves. It was like, go do all the moves you have and then beat them. And they did. <laughs> it was cool. Is Matt Riddle still part of uh, Lucha House Party? <laughs> no. <laughs> that confused me. Um, okay, let's go move on to SmackDown. Down. <laughs> Otis and Gable. Sorry. Oh, that's the weirdest fucking like like they're just bad guys now. Mm-hmm. Like Otis is just like I'm bad now. Also, what the fuck happened to Tucky? Right. Yeah. Right? Poor Tuck. He's not even on main event. I don't even think he's being is brought he the, Is yeah, he he's nowhere? Well, no, they he's didn't nowhere. even try. I was going to say, is he like the cast? <laughs> no, they didn't even he, try, though. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't. Like, the next week, he lost to Ricochet, and not even by the 630, by the recoil, in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. low on the card he is. Ricochet squashed him. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that happened on SmackDown would have would be I mean there was the the drama going on with the Universal title but uh Bianca also made her her declaration of who mm-hmm. she will be facing uh which is Sasha Banks the right choice I'm yeah. stoked yeah, that match is going to be insane dude mm-hmm. what is going on I I'm I think I'm stoked on it but Apollo Crews being a fucking Nigerian air, like air so he uh, is uh he is Nigerian yeah, he was yeah. born in California, and his dad was uh, born in Nigeria. Is he really from like Nigeria? Like, was his grandfather really some kind of like czar or something? I don't think I don't think it was that far. But his dad really, like, his dad was born in Nigeria, moved yeah. over here. So he's like he a first born... generation, like, mm-hmm. uh, wow. And um, I wonder if it is off the um, kind of the rise of uh, UFC fighter Kamaru Usman. He's known as the Nigerian Nightmare, mm. but like just a. It was a couple weeks ago. He just destroyed this guy Gilbert Burns. He's getting really popular in UFC. Um, so kind of trying to play into that. Yeah, I I thought it was a really cool promo. Him him being like, "You guys expect me to come out here and be nice, Apollo Cruz smiling," but he's like, "But I don't come from humble beginnings." And he's talking about how like his grandfather ruled with the the blade or whatever. And then he did affect like a, an African accent that I hope isn't just like his thing now because it's like, "Well, we know you speak. We know how you speak." Um, but if he chooses to do it, he chooses to do it. Um, but like, think, yeah, because he did go in by saying. Um, to really stick the point, I'm going to say this, how my grandfather would have said it. Mm-hmm. And right. so yeah. it's, yeah. So like, I think it made sense. It made sense. It made sense. Aspect. I, I, want, I, I like wondered that if that was going to be a thing going forward. I like that he can really actually like kind of hone into his like real heritage. His I life, love it. His family. And it can and He looks good. It. He looks good in that white and green scarf. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, like everything like his, his new gear and everything like that. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. And, also, just like 
him just getting a shot and getting like a real gimmick and getting something like tangible. Like, fuck yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah exactly. We've been wanting it. And like the way that he fucking took out Big E last week and he fucking, he handled Shinsuke pretty well this week too. He's just yeah. a fucking dominating force. It's like, finally, that's why everybody's like, oh, like Ricochet's always going to be a geek. I'm like, yeah, Ricochet's going to get the Apollo Crews after like five years of finally going to do something. He's just going to have to take his, got to take your lumps a little bit. Yeah. yeah. BRB. Yeah, okay. cool. Um, so well, you're going you're gonna to miss talking quick, about Tamina. And- but real quick, I want to yeah. know what a bad guy Otis looks like. He's just more aggressive. He's less like he's more grunty, if we're being honest. He grunts more. Um, he does less of like the like big fucking like yeah, you know, he's more like toned down <laughs> kind okay. of a thing. Okay, okay. Gable, but he also like um the commentary was doing a good job too of of talking about how it's bringing out a side of Gable that's kind of more of this uh like coach type of a thing like it's bringing mm-hmm. out more of an, an intensity in gable as well and so like the two of them are benefiting from each other mutually uh which i thought is, i do think is kind of cool like i like the idea of of if there's gonna if you're gonna have a way of taking the blue collar fucking stakes and weights otis you're gonna take the stakes and weights boy and make him more aggressive like this is the way to do it it's just like over time with a truly legitimate fucking like athlete yeah Uh, i think he's still i don't know he he, i don't think he did the caterpillar but he's been doing this like uh like splash off the second rope uh which is you know to ray like i mean on top of ray it's just like he squishes that poor man (laughs) (laughs) uh but no i like i like the the edgier otis um Mm -hmm. it just makes you know anything to make him a little bit more legitimate because that's stakes and weights wasn't it Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I guess we should talk about the most important part, Liv Morgan versus Tamina. The thing with like so Natty and Tamina I was joking, but we can are like well, I I think it's kind of an interesting pairing. It's like because it's like they're both legacy athletes, they both have grown up around the business. It makes okay. it like, oh, at least that's interesting. Um that being only said, one of them's dad was a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not her fault. But yes, that's true. As far as we know, I don't know. We don't know what the anvil was up to in his fucking. The, the anvil worked pretty stiff. He might have killed some people in the ring. Might have definitely <laughs> probably shortened some careers. He also but, uh, loved himself some pills. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about them, but fucking. Uh, so that's their whole thing. That's their whole thing. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere. Probably not. Do what else is not gonna go anywhere is the fucking tag teamery of Sami Zayn and king corbin i thought that was funny how he's like we could Sami Zayn's like making this plea to corbin basically like i'm the brain you're the brawn we're fucking this team together let's go fucking handle the street profits and like corbin's like i don't know man i don't know if we're gonna be like that and then they just fucking lose <laughs> and then he just like kept yelling at the fuckers like quit filming me yeah i said stop filming me you guys are gonna stop i don't like it <laughs> I can't wrestle with the cameras on me. It's like, bro, you're on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, like you, you exist to be filmed. I, I hate, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> that might be an issue. Weekly, weekly bro, him <laughs> filming you, and then Cesaro swung Seth Rollins around like 20, 30 times. Yep. Hey. And uh, and that was about the show. 
<laughs> no, Jay and 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 uh, and Brian had we talked about the stipulation ahead of time. If if Brian beat Jay, then you know he would get a title match at Fastlane. And Roman was basically like, "Hey, you know," because Jay was like, "I'm so sorry, I couldn't get it done at Elimination Chamber." And Roman's like, "You got nothing to be sorry about," or or like he attacked Brian earlier. He's like, "Sorry, I didn't restrain myself." And he's like, "You don't got anything to worry about. Just get it done tonight." Like, you know what you got to do. And so Jay, which was pretty smart, he forced the the double count out so that Brian didn't technically win, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which was a, a pretty smart move. And then Roman came back down and just beat the living hell out of Brian again, uh, uh, you know, reminiscent of the performance at Elimination Chamber. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's talk about AEW. So... John Moxley. Oh, okay. Nice. Hell we yeah. Can start, we can talk about big, big boy. So Paul the large White. program. Paul White, formerly known as the big show signed with AEW. Which and is in one of the most athletic moves I have seen was the AEW diehards doing the gymnastics to try to be, <laughs> explain why they were like, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, this makes sense. <laughs> it is bonkers to me because Big Show's a career WWE guy. Like he's giant, doing, you know, he's their spokesperson for, like he was their spokesperson for like, um, yeah, like Connor's Cure stuff, Special right? Olympics. Like, oh, and, like, that's right. That's right. And like he was, he was getting paid outside of being having to wrestle. And so, like, I was shocked when I saw this. I think Apparently, it's because he wants to mm-hmm. do more wrestle Shaq. Yeah, well, I think he just wants to do more, and WWE is like, no. Well, and on that last like Legends night, like Orton just like insulted him, <laughs> and apparently he took it pretty personal. Like, this is how you guys see me, <laughs> like as this fucking joke, and I, they couldn't come to to terms on a. And then also like his um, show got canceled and all this, so he just wasn't feeling it. Well, uh, I think. Yeah. WWE might have a point. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know how Paul White is as a commentator, um, but we'll see because he's going to be the new commentator on AEW Dark Elevate. It's like how many fucking YouTube shows do you have? But mm-hmm. like, uh, and I don't know. And apparently, it's going to be in ring in some capacity. But it totally is just this thing of like he started his career on the Turner Broadcast Network, and now. He's going to end his career on the Turner Broadcast Network, and that's why it's good. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I, I don't understand, like, the faithfulness that, like, some people have, like, that are huge AEW stands, like, to Turner as a channel and rest. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's so weird to me, like. It's like they just what they want to say is like, oh, he's back in WCW, but you can't say that because <laughs> it's yeah. technically not true. <laughs> but like, it's it AEW is is really just like at this point leaning in to as much WCW as as they can. I they're yeah. And what, what's going to be bad is they're going to get into that TNA like thing where it's all they do is just sign all the old guys and like they're doing it like they're mm-hmm. bringing them in everyone mm-hmm. tune in this wednesday to see the stinger splash it's like miro moxley hager paul white jericho it's cody like <laughs> cody like all these guys ftr i would like to see like look at their entire roster and see how many of them 
even have worked like Trent. He worked for WWE. I don't put him in the same bucket as those people no. at all. Well, that's because you haven't watched WWE's episode of Silent Library. <laughs> but he I did, did work actually for them. like last week. I watched <laughs> it recently too. <laughs> but um, like, so like somebody like Trent or like a Cesar Bononi or stuff like that. Like to me, I'm like, okay, you didn't like go and like really make your name in mm-hmm. WWE. Oh yeah. Mm. But like Jericho's like big like work was in WWE. Mm-hmm. Big Show's been with WWE for tw- like was with WWE for twenty years, mm-hmm. like, over twenty years. Um, just stuff like that. Like it's just like come on, like Miro, fucking Mox, Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears. Is yeah, that's his real name. Yeah, <laughs> even still it's not even his real name, but it's his real fake name. Yeah, like, I think his name's like Ron. Weird. Kind of looks like a Ron. Um, yeah, like, Man. it'd be one thing if they, like, you know, when they brought people in, like, Miro, they then, like, crushed it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. as far as the way they debut them and, like, their packaging of them and stuff, but they're just not. <laughs> so Yeah, I feel like Mox is the only one they're doing a great job with. Because mm-hmm. even, like, FTR, like, just fucking fell off now. <laughs> Dude, mm-hmm. their whole job now is just to complain about the fucking AEW tag division. And that's fine. You can do that, but you it's don't like, have you to. Don't... <laughs> it's like, well, you work for them. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just. I, I hope this doesn't become even more of a thing. Because, like, yeah, they have a bit of name recognition value. But I don't think beyond just, like, maybe a couple of weeks, like, when the big show shows up, finally, or whatever, it's going to really do anything for your bottom line. Except just like make you look more and more kind of like the dumping grounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, huh? The recycle now, bin. Yeah, it's like you get, like, especially like, you're getting a lot more old people on this show, and that's not what you need. No. Yeah, I people think were chanting at Big Show to retire like six years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need uh, more young bucks. That's one thing they do not need more need more of. Um, I think like and two, like if you take away all these guys, like these former WWE guys, their show would be so much better. Like literally, just like remove the former WWE wrestlers in yeah, general. Huh. Like aside from Mox, yeah. <laughs> if they had spent this I, last year building yeah. talent, they would have genuine like draws Wrestle right boys. now. Like they would have some genuine wrestle boys that they got to kind of home grow in their promotion, but they spent this last year acquiring talent from other places. The big show. As much as I love some of what Jericho has done, he is part of the reason the show is bad. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if that's, and I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I want to love watching dynamite, but this is actually, that's actually the one wrestling show I didn't watch this this week, but like, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's like there's some cool things that they're doing. Uh, and I, do, I don't know if the prevailing opinion is that the show is bad. I think it's still doing pretty fucking good for itself. The prevailing opinion right now among these like smarky fans is that it's the best and it's you can't criticize it because you, the moment you say, well, what about this? Like, well, WWE does it. It's like, no, we're not talking about WWE. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm. It's like we're it's- talking about AEW. It's supposed to be this different life-changing world-changing thing and it's supposed to be for us by us and all this shit it's the fubu of wrestling (laughs) (laughs) the argument i see a lot is that aew has the best in-ring product every week 
But bell to bell, that ain't wrong. I mean, and, sometimes. And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But mm. when it comes to, maybe it's, maybe I'm looking for too much with AEW. I'm looking for they promised, developed. They promised. I'm looking for developed storylines that make sense. Not Kenny Omega and weird shirts. <laughs> yeah. which is not even the worst part of the show <laughs> no it's not but the, I the want... young bucks week to week uh like fucking family guy style grab bag of storyline we're like this week we're gonna have our dad yeah attacked <laughs> by i don't even remember who it's not much Iron circle yeah that's oh, right yeah. and we're gonna put <laughs> Fake ketchup on his face. (laughs) But like, just, they missed a big opportunity with Hangman, I think. Um, I I think he could have been a huge, huge breakout star. I think. And they just wanted to put it on Mox to get numbers. And Mox rocks. I'm not saying anything against Mox, but they should have done, they should have, like you said, homegrown it. Like, well, they wouldn't be WCW Junior if they home did homegrown talent. (laughs) It's like yeah, WCW only ever grew Goldberg. So they've they've enough time has lapsed now that if they had gone, you know, if they had really gone, no pun intended, all in on a couple fucking like key players that they had signed at the beginning, we would at this point have enough time to be like oh man look how far this person's come look how far this has come and now it's kind of just like oh i guess nyla rose is back or it's like oh yeah she's beating Britt baker that's cool like that match was really good that match it was, was really good that's it what was I, heard. A I heard it was great good. match it. but it's just like at the same time it's like we're going for like an un like an unbuilt nyla rose right like in like the spoilers are already out and i don't know if you guys care i don't really care to be honest I, but well, I, I, I but don't. for the sake of our show, we shouldn't spoil. Well, I'm gonna for I'm gonna spoil it here anyway. Though, <laughs> all right, skip forward like 15 seconds. She wins the U.S. side of the bracket. Nyla, yeah, okay. And it, it's like this is a time where you can really like Nyla's had opportunities, and also coming in just fucking cold as ice because they haven't done anything with her mm. like in so long. Like she got mm. Vicky and then disappeared. Yep. Yeah. And, and so it's just like we've seen like Nyla and Sheeta. So it's like, whoever's going to come from the Japanese side, I haven't seen anything on that. Um, it's like, really, what are we going to be getting? Like, yeah. Right. For, for me, a tournament should be used to give someone who hasn't had an opportunity an opportunity when it's a big tournament like this, you know, there's so much, that's at how stake. I see it. There's so much at stake in a tournament like this, that if done right, everybody in the tournament should come out looking a little bit more like a, a credible contender mm-hmm. than even if they lose, you know, like because there's so much at stake to win, everyone should come out looking a little bit stronger, but they don't, they, but we don't care. We don't have enough to care about with a lot of these performers well, as people. Yeah. Cause like they, they didn't do the work before the tournament, you know, right, to exactly. like have us caring about these people. Like, I think it's fine for someone who's already had a shot to like go through a tournament and win to like get another shot, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm fine with that. If the story's built right, like, Oh, like, look how, you know, look how great this person is doing again. Like they're like, you know, hitting their stride again, whatever. Like there's a way to build that, but you have to like have already done the work before I'm, yeah tournament to have us like care at all. Like this match was great, but I have no faith that, 
next week they won't drop the ball again and the week after that and the week after that because they just because there's one really good women's match doesn't mean that like suddenly they've fixed mm-hmm. their women's division i think that they are going to see the praise that this match is getting and think that they did it right mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. yeah pat themselves on the back because case in point the main event of dynamite show being that qualifier match for phoenix and uh fucking archer i which i didn't also watch but i heard was very good it was a um, great match but i'm so fucking baffled that archer won mm. yeah but it's because like what the fuck because there was there's big stakes on the line and there's two credible contenders you know so it there's an actual uh sort of suspense to like what's going to happen i do agree with you i don't why are you fucking putting archer in a ladder match over ray phoenix unless he's like nursing an injury which he's clearly not unless they just didn't want him to die why not have both why not like set up your bracket differently so that these they're both in there like i don't get it yeah yeah they hit their one mexican limit like sorry yeah Mm. yeah right our AEW demos most, almost exclusively white. Our demos mostly white incels, so we uh, we really need to cater to <laughs> the yeah. side of it. No, it's like, especially in a bubble like AEW, like in ring stuff is fantastic. Like they usually will have like NXT to me is a more consistent wrestling show, mm-hmm. but AEW, especially weekly, goes higher mm-hmm. more well, times than NXT, if you will. AEW will throw a match on tv almost every week that should be a pay-per-view match yeah Yeah. nxt just doesn't nxt could i think nxt could do that every week and some weeks they do that like a random tv match will be at takeover level but i think they also understand not to spoil those you know yeah and And aw even if i it's not even that i think they don't understand it i think that they are still at a desperate a desperate point of trying to prove themselves so they're like pop ratings do whatever like yeah you know bringing jack big show yeah Yeah. it makes sense what you're saying um it's like and like i i i criticize aw so much and Mm -hmm. it is not out of a place of i hate them and want them to fail i'm like i want this to be what was like promised was promised and then like it's like i want this to be great like i want another viable option for wrestlers and another viable just option for me to watch wrestling Mm -hmm. um it's like and i just hate the like when you criticize them it's just like well wwe did this it's like yeah no shit like there's a reason why we're looking for something else that wanting to be good yeah like Mm -hmm. like nxt i i I love nxt but it's like raw for fucking a while has been a goddamn garbage. I mean, the Miz is the fucking champion. It's just been a slog of a, a show to get through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, yeah, no shit. Like they're like, well, the women's division didn't start doing this like like until like six years ago. It's like, yeah, we understand, but you promised us this. Another mm-hmm. company could maybe learn from those mistakes. It's mm-hmm. exactly. It's like if the first thing you think of when you think of Dynamite is comparing it to WWE, then Dynamite's not doing their job right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's here's what I have to say. You say. Just wait till 2020. Yeah, I think we just have to wait till 2020. <laughs> uh, we're only in the second month of February 20. You know, we're only in the second month of 2021. I think we just got to wait till we get through 2020. Uh, and then it's all going to make more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, you um, know, it's like, it, if they weren't, if they weren't worth criticizing because we think they could do better, then we would just wouldn't 
talk right. about them. You know? Yeah, like it's Impact. like there are multiple yeah. wrestling shows that we just don't talk about. We don't talk about Ring of Honor ever because mm-hmm. who the fuck cares? Like, yeah, I know. Huh? Besides this week, if, if you want to really see how shitty Ring of Honor is, Kelly Klein filed a lawsuit against them this week and their the the court filings are out there and oh boy oh, oh no. it's so <laughs> bad really denied <laughs> she wanted to get her salary ra- as champion rate her salary raised from 20 to twenty four thousand dollars a year oh my god that's um, a lot of money but they said no because uh then they'd have to raise all the women's salaries um because all the women got paid the same even though there were men on the roster making six figures no Jesus. shit, mm. Jay. Looking at you. Mm. Holy Jay, shit, that's fucking shit. bad. Yeah. Well, we can't pay you a living wage because we're gonna have to start paying everyone else a living wage. Which, by the way, twenty five thousand dollars a year is not a living. That, fucking no, that's wage. nothing. You need a second job. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's like I don't know. It we I criticized them because I I bought in so hard. I'm like, yes, this is it. I was such a they big a, Kenny Omega fan. They had Omega a genuine fan. opportunity. We we all cried at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. We all we all shed some tears at Double. Made my older brother. I oh. made a Fozzie friend. It made a Fozzie friend. Um, I mean, I was so bummed when I didn't get like all out tickets. Like, so fucking sad. Yeah. Like I was like just all in on the company. I'm like, yes, like when like, uh, and then just now, like what we've gotten, I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, it they, just, they it's it's a classic example of over promising and under delivering, mm-hmm. and then to and then for the the fan base to then still think that they're above criticism, it's like no, like you should want better as well. And they just and they don't take criticism well at all. And like fuck this, no, this complacency is just gonna build just a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. and it and it just bums me out. And it makes me hate wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But can we talk about something that is interesting to me? I didn't watch the show, but I've listened to some things. So John Moxley has a pregnant wife at home. Yeah. Is he scared of having a child? Because it sounds like he's ready to die. I think so, dude. I think well, Probably. you know, he's gotta he's gotta he's about to be the man's about to sow, you know, or he's about to to reap his his the what what is sown of his wild oats. Now I think he Moxley needs, you know, before entering fatherhood. Uh, he needs to get that sadistic needs, fucking pain again. He needs one last ride, dude. He needs a last ride. He needs a uh, exploding barbed wire death match. Just oh, MR, one more round. Is this now the- I can now I can go change diapers and grill up the burgers for the boy. Yeah, <laughs> is what he do to a baby? <laughs> just like he has this like a spatula with like a hamburger patty, just like trying to feed it to the kid. Yeah. There you go, open up. It's a take a little bite. Take a spatula bite. in his other hand with a cigarette on it and just like hold, hold it up to his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Or he has like a cigarette between some tongs. Yeah. My, my favorite Burger. thing that I've ever heard about Moxley is Ron Funches was on Renee Paquette's podcast and was like, this is how I think of John Moxley. He's just like a dog with jeans. And she's like, you're not completely wrong. <laughs> I, I also love that the story came out recently about Moxley is uh, when he was in when he was up in New York and the day that fucking like Ric Flair got like arrested at the airport because he was like drunk was he was drinking with Moxley. <laughs> oh my God. And he was like, you can't blame me. I wasn't the one putting double bloodies in his hand. <laughs> but so is this death match thing to write him off for a minute? 
So he's going to go home? That, he's no, he's got to go lose that title to Kenta first. He didn't. Well, that, I thought that was in March. No, he they fought yesterday. And oh, shit, really? In, what? In an underwhelming match. <laughs> yeah. It was like 12 minutes even, long. I didn't even know that was happening. Damn. Yeah. That, so, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was happening like next month. That's wild. I don't know what the plan with Mox is then. Because he still has the AEW title, right? No. No. Um, no. Kenny does. Kenneth. Kenneth. Oh, Kenny has it? Okay. Because he's had it for like a month, Derek. And then they showed up on TNT. See how much I care thing. about AEW? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Revolutions, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. <laughs> next Sunday, yeah. Uh, okay. Also, back to what you were saying a bit about Paige, I actually think they did completely drop the ball by not Paige, like using yeah. <laughs> Adam, Adam Page here. I watched, um, <laughs> speaking of Page, real quick, yeah, yeah. I watched the episode of The Bachelor, the first one of the new season, and I didn't, I they all look, I couldn't, I didn't know their real names. I didn't learn their real names. So there was a lady who pulled up in names. a truck. I called her truck girl. Oh, there was a girl okay. that looked like Paige. I called her Paige. There was gotcha. a girl that was a fashion designer and was dressed like Bjork. I called her Bork. Um, I got you. Dildo girl. Yeah, dildo girl. Gofi. Gofi was my girl, but she got she got voted off. Um, I'm probably not going to finish the season, honestly. Don't. But <laughs> I'm um, someone who has what I'm not actively watching, but Anya is, and I've seen enough. It's it's not a great it's not a great one. But yeah, anyway, there's a girl that looks like Paige, and every time I call her Paige. Anyway, Adam Page. Let's talk about him. Uh so I just I like the 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 trickery, the tomfoolery. I think it's the only way that I'm excited for a hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy match on a pay-per-view is you put fucking you put money at stake, baby. That sounds boring. <laughs> yeah. I like I, it they're building like I've been watching I didn't watch this week, but I've been following and I like the buildup of that story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because the, it, it, to me, it feels like there's two ways it could go, but Paige is someone who is on like the precipice mm-hmm. of stepping, of really stepping into his own where I agree with you. They should have just fucking cashed their chips in on him at the beginning. And we would have now about a year long build of, of Adam page as a character instead of a well, guy who well, was alcoholic. He, well, even like after the Kenny stuff, like when they broke up with that, like, it felt like instead of really going, like they just kind of pushed it to the wayside a little bit. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. so dumb because I mean, he is one of my favorite people on AEW. Like his whole anxious millennial cowboy gimmick, I love it. Yeah, it's good. I love it. Um, I don't give a shit about Matt Hardy anymore. He's an old man. Let him. Don't I don't want to see him wrestle. He almost died. I know. And now his whole thing is like club promoter, uh scumbag who fucking rips people off. I kind yeah. of even enjoy the character mm-hmm. fine enough, but like I don't want to see him in ring really. Like yeah. And mm-hmm. I these like segments they've been doing between the two give off real like um church youth group psa like <laughs> yeah like be careful who, you, who you're getting into business with <laughs> yeah don't yeah you know don't drink or else some weird north carol carolinian will you know trick you into signing a bad contract like that <laughs> yeah. hardy definitely like it keeps feeling like they're gonna like matter just a total look, it's just a, a chick track of, he's gonna uh, look straight <laughs> the into the line. camera and his eyes are gonna like glow red 
like and it's like oh he's actually the, he's actually satan oh he's an actual devil yeah that's um, cool man hell yeah dude that's cool though those, yeah. these, these like the video the like segments and videos they've been doing give up that energy to me for mm-hmm. real um and i like kind of enjoy that but like i don't need to see yeah like matt hardy versus hangman like maybe yeah. hangman can carry him to an okay match but like okay is like the ceiling of what we're looking at yeah it's like we're all we're gonna be doing is and this is mean to say but we're just gonna be watching hangman page fucking hold back <laughs> for mm-hmm. like 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then and then the match but it's AEW. it'll be at least 30 fuck dude i know cody will get in there Shaq will fucking get in there well, no, because it's it's a hangman match, so they'll underserve it. Oh, true, yeah, true, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's dynamite. Two weeks away from revolution. Yeah, that's all. Okay. All right. So before we get into NXT, like the uh-huh. show, mm-hmm. they had they just announced one of their largest uh, performance center classes. Mm, Twenty-two people. Right? So some notable ones are. Bronson Rex Steiner, who is the son of Rick Steiner. Tight. Mm-hmm. So he looks like him too. Mm-hmm. He is. That's uh, Matt. Don't say mean things about him. <laughs> he does. Is that like a dog face? Dog faced gremlin. Yeah, dog faced yeah. gremlin junior. I thought he looked handsome. God, I what I wonder what dog faced gremlin is in Spanish because dog faced gremlin junior sounds like it could be like a lucha. Yeah. Uh, gimmick name. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then we got uh, Brock Lesnar Jr., that Parker guy. I he's, hope he's I hope he's good. He looks frightening. Matt, Matt looks Riddle was hyping him up. Saying he's yeah, the real he, deal. He's uh he was a offensive lineman for Central University of Central Florida, and then he's just like, nah, I'm gonna go wrestle. <laughs> and then Anthony Henry from Evolve. Um Harlem Bravado, which is really weird because like the Bravado brothers, I feel have been like an independent tag team for forever. And I never thought first off, like the other one retired and just like randomly just like, Hey guys, that was weird. Um, they announced like Priscilla Kelly and um, like Cora Jade and like Zoe Stark who had an awesome match. I thought this week, mm-hmm. um, a wrestler yeah. who's been wrestling with uh, GCW Christian Casanova he got signed. Um, Blake Christian uh, got signed, which is pretty big. Um, he is also dating uh, Cora Jade, and he's been doing stuff like with PWG and GCW. Um, and then one of the biggest ones that they signed was Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Former Good Impact Wrestling Champion, uh, re- uh, Women's Champion, as well as the wife of morrison yeah oh, okay yeah. she's, she's um, pretty good and also like she's like not young so a lot of people didn't think she was going to be coming over but it's it's wild like she got signed and she seems super stoked and one of the things i love when like wrestlers kind of go to what they want to do i love when you he- like see like all the other wrestlers like underneath no matter the company no matter what like just like shouting them out and stuff that mm-hmm. stuff's cool Every yeah, especially for Taya, like you saw the entire Impact Women's division basically like congratulating her and stuff. And like you don't always see that when someone leaves a company to go somewhere else, you know. Yeah. yeah. And like I I I what I hope for her is like, you know, and kind of just hope for Morrison also is like they were 
excellent as a like as a package like mm -hmm. there's there's like scarlet and carrion kind of like but you know goofy like a goofy version of that yeah, like, yeah. where they are just so good together i want them to be each other's managers you know like yes i i want him coming out to the ring for her matches her like coming out with him and like being that like like miz and maurice were when they were at their best like yeah that's yeah. part of what got the miz in 2016 to the like to the level where he was at that time that was really good like that intercontinental run and stuff was when maurice came back and was like a really awesome manager for him yeah so like i think that'd be really cool for like taya and morrison to do for each other like bring each other up yeah no i i totally agree that would they were great like when they were together at impact um in the comparison with miz and maurice's yeah, that'd be perfect. Also, LA Knights in that class. Sean Ricker, Eli Drake. Uh, he talks, I love like his promo Knights style. Promo. It 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 like I compared it to like a weird 90s baseball player last week, but like it feels like that like old school like 1970s athlete, you know, too, like that like still was allowed to smoke and be a professional athlete. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what he like. Yeah. That, like that's what he sounds like and i i just like i love the way he talks like i i i know i've After seen the like i'm just pulling out a fucking red just like mm. oh i think <sighs> only only lebron is allowed to like smoke his huge cigars it feels <laughs> like among athletes these days but like um like I, I i know i've seen an eli drake match before but i, I don't even remember it but i'm still excited just for his character and hope they do the promos and everything yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so he's fun so far as somebody also la knight is such a fucking wild like wrestling name it really mm -hmm. is i it's, will say though as as somebody who also um you know uh is a carrier it's <laughs> i'm a great promo no i i carry around with me a uh a bit of a receding hairline and as does this man and it it it, it it just takes away a little bit of the fucking like uh it reminds me of the finest Kona Reeves where it's just like not with that hairline bro <laughs> with Kona Reeves also it's like not with that die job bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah just his let's, fucking orange ass hair yeah dude <laughs> let's get into the show yeah um Gargo versus Loomis um pretty oh. good Fucking, uh, fucking Austin Theory and fucking Indy Hartwell are starting to fall in love with uh, mm -hmm. Dexter Loomis. Yeah, I thought the the indie stuff was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I like too. That. I did too. Uh, um, yeah, it, but it you know it was a it was a <laughs> it was definitely a Dexter Loomis match. Even it was Gargano. definitely a, de def definitely a Loomis match. I kind of expected everything to happen the way it did, mm -hmm. and then afterwards when they were doing the promo in the back. And he's like, he literally kidnapped you. <laughs> yeah. And what did what did and he said, like, I think he's cute. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he should be in jail right now. Yeah. He, he's done this to multiple people. Yeah, yeah I love that. He's mm. done this to multiple people. It's, it stuff like that reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons with Frank Grimes. Um, it's because like Frank Grimes, like character, if you think about it, is like more of like a real life like person, like in the real world. Mm -hmm. He just he went to college, does his job, and it's like then he sees like the wackiness that is around him, and everybody's just cool with it. And he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" It's, that's how Gargano felt in that. He's uh -huh. like, "You don't see like he should be in jail. He has done this before. <laughs> he kidnapped you." 
It's like a concerned parent. Like, I don't like that you're hanging out with Dexter. I just don't <laughs> think, I think you deserve better. But no, that whole stuff is going to be fine. I hope to God Loomis doesn't beat him for the title. Oh, oh no, huh? No, that'd be terrible. That's my one fear. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, talk about how good Zoe Stark is. Yeah. Fuck, so yeah. did she come from somewhere? She was Lacey, Lacey Ryan in, on the Indies, but that's about it. Okay. I yeah, like her they're style pushing of her so. so quick. Yeah. Yeah. She, and EO gave her a lot. Um, yeah. And I thought it was cool. I liked that, like, right out the gate. It's like her second, like, NXT TV match, um, like, singles match. And it was awesome. I, I'm i a fan. And mm-hmm. that's how you kind of – they gave her, like, the um, the John Cena, if you will, Zach. Like when everybody like put her over, I like got the end of the uh, at the end of the match. So mm-hmm. yeah. and then yeah, Tony came out and was like, "I got my fucking eye on you, dude." I always fucking like she it seems like she changes the music like every time she comes to the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's in, like forty themes. I'm like, who's this fucking theme song? And then like when she first started talking, like it didn't seem like she had an accent. And then all of a sudden, like it kicked in. I'm like, what the hell's happening? But also, <laughs> it just could have been just like those words just didn't like really do anything for like an accent so it was just wild yeah yeah um so i watched the hulu cut because the way i watch it right now is dog shit and i didn't have very much time so casey versus zaya what happened um zaya beat the shit out of her Mm -hmm. okay and broke her leg tight Mm -hmm. yeah and then Mm -hmm. kicked her Mm -hmm. it was cool it was cool uh, the stuff with Zile, the stuff with the fucking dragon wizard, I am eternally excited for. And yeah, was in there my head so far? They can't. And it's, Boa from the Matrix. Yep. It's it's just a it's a set it and forget it. You don't. What a fucking ran like not random, but like what a fucking like turnaround or just like amp up Zile because like before it's like she's just happy to be here. Wrestling mm-hmm. was fine, always getting better. It's like facials in the ring and stuff. There's just some stuff missing. All of a sudden, it's like she gets like this direction and character, and it's like facials in the ring are fantastic. When mm-hmm. she sells, she sells well. It's like she's so fucking aggressive. Everything's coming in harder and like crisper. It's like what the fuck? Like she just flipped the switch it's, right mm-hmm. when she got some direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like they were like telling her to hold back, like the wait for this. Like yeah, it's- or or like hey, we got something in the works that we want you in, you know? And she's like, I'm going to fucking throw everything I got at it. Yeah. And apparently and she was it. like, even told like, had like a backstage meeting. Like this is rumors that like, like, Hey, like, I, you know, I want to be doing more. It's like, like, I feel like I'm not being used. Like if not, like I can go. And so kind of bet on herself and they're like, okay, well then fucking deliver. Well, she's delivering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I hope Boa never wrestles. I'm, I just want to see him as the Matrix guy. <laughs> well, honestly, he, it, it, I mean, he, if he, he has to come at that same level or at least giving that same amount of intensity or else it's just going to, it potentially could bring Zaya down. You know, if, if he, mm. if it's like, oh, she's badass, but Boa's just like, it brings the flailing whole, out there. It brings yeah. the whole thing down if like the whole thing isn't at a level. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she set mm-hmm. the bar really high for this like and uh, stable or whatever. I, I also like, like in NXT, like they kind of, can throw away some of like the norms in wrestling because you have like Robert Stone who's a manager but he manages women and it's like with Bo it's the same thing it doesn't always have to be the girl watches the guy you know yeah yeah like you can switch that all around and that's just cool like 
the the physical and the star one is going to be the woman because in at least on this brand, women's wrestling actually like means something. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Cameron Grimes played basketball or something. Oh, oh my god! He watched this million. So he watched much. a million dollar man promo and tried to recreate it himself and just kept fucking losing money. He's like, I'll give you a thousand. End. Yeah, yeah. Well, how does it end? So the, the, it, it starts ends with him with... kicking the ball away from the kid after uh, nine dribbles. Gotcha. Because he's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars of my own money if you can bounce this ball ten times. And, it just uh, seems like it, I love that. That seems like an inco- like impossible task to him, and he doesn't wait till the end to see that the million dollar man kicks the ball away. Yeah, and then, and then he I, tries it with that pro WNBA player, and she yeah, like she just bounces it between her legs. Too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's that's somebody that can like have some more crossover appeal too. Mm-hmm. Is um, they just signed her, um, and she like looks She's, like a fucking impressive athlete, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. like when he was going to kick the ball, and she just crosses it over. It was so yeah, it's funny. Just like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just smooth. It was like, uh, and also like, I was just thinking, like, man, just so consistently, NXT just eats AEW's lunch when they like <laughs> try to do certain specific things, and then NXT just does it better. Like, yeah, she. It very much feels like like Jade Cargill is like supposed to be this big, impressive, like you know, signing for AEW, like, athletically and stuff, and they're like, oh, we got we got someone even more impressive looking. Yeah, Also, right? we already did Bianca, like, we already had Bianca through NXT, mm-hmm. like, th- she, like, already did that better, too, and is a good wrestler. Yeah. Like, it's like, And then the, um, the third one for Grimes, um, it was another new signing. Uh, I don't remember his name, but um, I think he was a college wrestler. And he's dribbling the ball, and Grimes just punches him in the face. Ted DiBiase, you can kiss my grits. Yeah, I love that he was calling out Ted DiBiase this whole time. Like, yeah, Ted like, Junior. Mm, I, I hope that DiBiase does something. Like, I'd love to see a skit with DiBiase and Grimes. Oh, me like, too. Oh, me too. Like, they probably just need to make some kind of donation to DiBiase's church to get him to come do something. So, yeah, don't do any donations to Brett DiBiase. He's getting indicted on some really bad money laundering charges. Oh, um, 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 uh, MSK. We had a little video of them earlier. Uh, I actually, I, I loved. I, I don't know if they played that video before, but I was like, "Ooh, hit me in the fucking soft spot in my fucking mm. fort." Oh man, hit me in my yeah. fort, dude. Talking about his dad, mm. dude. Oh. Yeah, and it's just like Wentz. Well, mm. They're just like young guys. Is his dad who... Pete Wentz? Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 No, it's not. Uh, but uh, his dad was like a big wrestling fan, and they, you know, he fell in love with wrestling with his dad, and his dad mm-hmm. passed on. But like, uh, they're just young, hungry fucking dudes, and it's young, like they dumb, love full of cum, and they love where they're at. I do. I love that. I always, I always want to say uh, young, dumb, and full of cum, but I just young, dumb, and full of you know, <laughs> and full of jizz, <laughs> <laughs> full of that baby batter. Uh, gross. Let's go on. Uh, the grizzled young veterans beat him up before yeah. they had a match yeah. with yep. Dan and Maverick. And, and so that will, um, yeah, it's a, they're not going to have the title match this, this coming week, but we'll see what's going to happen. I, I like what they're doing with them um, so far, especially waiting the Dusty Cup right off. Also, 
Um, Grizzly Young Veterans are a great team that I still don't really care too much about, but they're always <laughs> just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Killian Dade and Drake Maverick's theme song like starts super heavy and then it goes <laughs> it goes into the whistle. Mm. The fucking whistle song and the shirt Drake was wearing. I just had Killian Dane's face. That was great. Yeah, that was funny. Um, okay. Santos Escobar Escobar versus Karrion Cross. All right. Kinda. I'm gonna preface this by saying this match was incredible. It was great. I've been watching NXT weekly. I still don't understand the point. Uh, of them the, feuding? Yes. I don't understand what it does for them. Cross, uh, they, just, they just turn across. Is it just, oh, they made him a good guy? Because, like, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes more sense. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like they're pulling him out of the title picture. Yes. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And it they're does making feel him like a good They're thing. making him a goodie. Then what's he gonna do? Like, well, they just lost, like, essentially. Uh, they lost Priest. Oh, they lost Priest. They lost Adam Cole on the good side because he was essentially okay. good now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so they you just need some baby faces. Okay. But Finn's Finn's looking baby facey, and so, I mean, obviously, F- so Finn's, is Kyle. Finn's, Finn's a little tweener. Yeah, he, he is definitely a tweener. Kyle is gonna be a little tied up. Kyle's gonna be the biggest baby face in four to six weeks. Yes. Poor, I mean, poor Roddy's a baby we'll, face now too. Ooh, we'll get to that. Ooh, yeah, we'll, ooh. we'll get to that. But uh, I loved the match because, again, it didn't make um, Santos look like a fucking idiot. No, stuff like this, like it can happen so easily. Yeah, where they just look like a moron. He looks smart, and then he would he was still getting up on um, Cross. Like they beat the shit out of him multiple times. Made. Um, uh, Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza are f- the best geeks. Mm-hmm. I, they are great in that role of like, oh my god, that yeah. just take a beating. Um, and I just thought it was fun. And then I love Karrion Cross's like new finisher of like just the elbow to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what this? Brutal. You know what energy that had? That had John Cena's fifth move of doom energy <laughs> to me. <laughs> did, it dude. looked stupid. I love it. I should love have looked it's sh- yeah, but they gotta look cool. The Rainmaker looks cool. This looked like he did a little turn and barely hit someone with his elbow or forearm, whatever don't it was. The, don't, do not shit on the Judas effect like that, dude. Every every other one that he's done, I thought looked like fantastic. Okay. I okay. thought this I'll pay was... more attention, but it looks stupid. And I was like, God, I hate it's I like, like good strike finishers, but I guess it's... I like kicks. It's like a more. Like too. It's like more a. It's like a more realistic version of like the hidden blade that Will oh, Osprey yeah. does, mm-hmm. because you also have a guy that's massive and mm-hmm. also just has the most evil looking guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, watching fucking Cross just go through Wild and Mendoza like that is just yeah. so like, oh my god, this just guy's almost, a fucking freight train, almost breaking the plexiglass. Just launching them through, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. It's just, I thought they did a fantastic job of of making sure you protect both parties on this, mm-hmm. um, because essentially Santos was able to keep credibility because they really beat the shit out of him, and he was kind of arrogant the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the baby face cross fighting from underneath. Like it seemed like they were, especially with the piped in crowd reactions. They're, uh, he's swapping sides. Mm-hmm. Does that mean is Scarlet still going to be creepy? Yeah, it, it's just going to be... I think 
Zach and I have talked about this before. Like with certain baby faces, you don't change their character; you just change who they fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm interested. I just I was like a month ago. I was so sure when he came back, he was getting in that title picture, and then it's like now all this is happening. So it's it's nice. It's interesting. I'm they keep us on our to toes me. over. They keep us on our toes over. There. The title yeah. picture is uh, that's that's full <laughs> enough right now. Yeah, and that brings us to the next thing. Yeah, so Shawn Michaels came down. I'm gonna preface this by saying, sometimes I just like and let myself get worked. I believed every word that came out of his I was, shitty little mouth. I bought into it too, dude. I was like, "Oh, this is a fun angle. He's having remorse, but he can't go back." I I did <laughs> not see the, on me. I did not see the turn coming, but I didn't want to see it coming. Same. I didn't let myself look into it further than what was being presented to me. I want them to be brothers who who I want them to be brothers who are together always and and yeah, he just went too far. Adam Cole. He sees through us. Yeah. I, I, I he looked like Shawn Michaels. Um he talked like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he did. I, I thought like Bret Hart's music was going to hit like that one <laughs> promo in Montreal. Mm. Dude, like but him being like emotional like I just want things to go back I to thought how he was going to say he lost things. his smile. Like, I just want things to go back to the way they were. It's just and like And then oh, Roddy comes too, down Adam. and like Roddy like with a great point. It's like dude, it took you till like watching that deck to realize it. And even though Roddy is not a good promo, he's not, dude. Never been a good promo. Still wasn't a good promo. It, it at least was like Adam. Do you think that that is gonna? That's all it takes, Adam. Wow. He he tried, and then like he's still such like he was still so into it though. Like when Finn came down, like he helped him. He helped his buddy because he he was mad, but they're brothers, and like they're crying. He's like, dude, I know. I'm sorry. Bro. I love you, brother. I love you. <laughs> And then under the fucking berries, baby. And then mm-hmm. you're so you're such an idiot. You're so stupid, Roddy. Oh my god! It's just like oh, Roddy. It hurt me. It me hurt too. Me. Him just being like, you're so stupid, Roddy. You're so it's stupid. Like, it's like he is. It hurts it's like because it's true. Roddy <laughs> is really stupid. <laughs> oh, poor Roddy. Like I'm, I'm really curious to see, like, because I feel like they're con- gonna continue wearing both wearing undisputed gear, like. <laughs> Right. Everyone involved. So you just like rebel, one everyone's random rebe- they're all too prideful to fucking refuse to wear it. Yeah. And it's gonna be interesting when Robert comes back and what he chooses. I don't even know if he's coming back. I don't know what's going on with old Bobbert. But uh he's I just hurt for the last time. I'm curious to I mean, my guess is Adam Cole's gonna keep the undisputed era theme. But I oh, don't yeah. know. But Kyle's gotta get his own for sure. And then Roddy. I mean, yeah, he has a theme. Yeah. He already it's, had it's a by, theme written before. by our city skyline, baby. Yeah, no, uh, his other theme before that was the big kill switch rip. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, like it was yeah. so good. Adam Cole, Shawn Michaels, and then like when he threw that super kick at Finn, too, I'm like, oh, that's my second favorite super kick. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is number one, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, it was just so good. Adam just being the fucking worst. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm it just. This angle is making me really excited for for the TV every. Yeah, I just yep. want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, I I love it. I love NXT. I love Adam Cole. He makes me sad. Um, we got some questions from our friend Emma. Emma out in Texas. Hope you're doing good. Sure. Um, first question. 
who could talk about themselves for a longer period of time, Cody or Bret Hart? Bret Hart. Bret, Bret Hart's been doing it for years. Just got, sheer miles. She's sheer mileage at this point. Yeah. More to say. More, more, more people that have Cody, quote unquote wronged him. Cody also, would, Cody would eventually start talking about his dad. <laughs> or Ric Flair. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, Bret, Bret will bring everything back to him. Yep. It's like he'll watch a match. It's like, you know, you know, this um, Nyla Rose and Britt Baker match was good, but, you know, the selling could have been better. Like in my matches, what I would do. <laughs> I know every every morning when I make him breakfast, all he can talk about is uh, how the breakfast is good, but not as good as, and then he'll just go off about a different match of his. <laughs> if he made breakfast like me versus uh, Jean-Pierre Lafitte, like, it would actually be good, but this, you know, isn't good. It's no me and Steve going 60, but uh, it'll do. Fine. <laughs> My father Stu would have made a stronger breakfast. <laughs> I'm not making stew breakfast. <laughs> He's dead. You can't. I'll make a dead man breakfast. I'll fucking find him. Um you want to eat something fibrous, help you stretch out. What's something you put in an air fryer that you didn't think would work but had great results? I'm going to say this because I've never, I don't have any air fryer stories, but one time uh, we convinced our parents to get a deep fryer and my little brother and I fucking deep fried full ass Sonic hamburgers. (laughs) Did you dip them in um, like a batter? No, dude. (laughs) No, bro. (laughs) He bought a Sonic hamburger, just placed it in the basket and just fried it. Fried it down, baby. Whole thing. You oh should have at least God. put like a like a like a batter over it so it gets like a. No, that would have ruined the experiment. We just wanted to see what would happen. What happened? Just tastes like oil and burger. It just got a little crunchier. <laughs> it was nice, dude. Actually, it was good as fuck. Um, I've I've only done one weird experiment with the air fryer, and I took some uh, Baybell cheese, um, smashed up some Doritos. I'm hearing this. All right, did a did a little egg wash. It was on the internet. All right. I didn't come up with this. I like it, dude. Um, so you dip it in the little egg wash. You you cover it in the Dorito dust, and uh, you fry it up. It's like a a mozzarella ball, yeah, type with thing. Dorito, fucking the Doritos runs. kind of ruined it. Um, I can see it depends on the Dorito. Yeah, but um, it was nacho cheese. Um, but I think if you just did that, like made a mozzarella stick, but a mozzarella sphere, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like uh, the little Baybell cheeses too. Uncrustable. Oh, dude. Tight. Oh, that sounds so good. Uncrustable. Dust a little powdered sugar on it. Ooh, that sounds good as hell. I haven't done anything too weird with my air fryer yet, but I do like corn dogs. It's basically a corn dog and chicken and chicken strip machine. Yeah. Uh, like Anya is vegetarian, but she even has been getting vegetarian corn dogs, and so it's mostly a corn dog machine. Hell yeah, dude! Also, that's, like, I I love yeah. fries it, in an air fryer. Yeah, for, mm. dude, frying up veggies, frying up veggies is just it makes it so good. Also, um, reheating pizza leftovers is very good in an air fryer. Ah, uh, yeah. Fuck, dude! I can't wait to get one. I'm gonna get one so soon. They're, they're, they're right now. I'm so they're horny rock. for one right now. They rock. One. They rock. Did you say you're horny for an air fryer? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Play the tape back, but I don't think that's what I said. Uh, that's exactly sure. what you said. Yeah, I did see a thing say you're going to be just tossing ropes to hair, air fryers. So. Yeah, dude, what happens if I drop a... N- <laughs> <laughs> We're getting bold. Just, just, just fry your seed. 
Do you just see what happened? Make a little fried, funnel cake? Fried seed. Oh, that's so, <laughs> that's so disgusting. Oh. I, hope, I hope nobody I work with ever finds out that I do a podcast. Ooh, I want to do, um, uh, what, do they, what do they fucking call it? Those toaster pastries from Pillsbury? Toaster pickles. Oh, toaster. I want to do one of those. That's my did you, experiment. Did you just think of toaster strudels as a Pokemon yeah, that was where my brain went to in the packet. Yeah, that's exactly why. Because we <laughs> yeah, that is one hundred percent why. They had some of the uh, they um, had this like golden grams one. It was like a s'more, and oh, the yeah. shit just looked like jizz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting jizz on my toasters. <laughs> Little jizzy pop tart. <laughs> Why was that up on the house top? I don't know, dude. I'm a jingle machine, dude. I think my I, I think of thoughts in jingles. Um, <sighs> on the pop tart. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Little jizzy pop tart. That's my SoundCloud name, bro. Okay. Would you rather have a ghost in your house or a goblin in your cabinets? Um, also. The ghost isn't like super chill all the time. Mm. They will knock your juice on the floor. See, that would start to piss me off, but I feel like a goblin would just wreak way more havoc. Well, I mean, I would just I would just lock the cabinet and like it's done. No, dude. It's eating my pets. Ghost at least a ghost can't eat my shit. And I would feel responsible for the goblin. Right. I'd have to feed it now. Like you'd have to be shit goblin. And like does it come out of the cabinet if you invite it? I don't necessarily it want it. <laughs> what does it do down there? I don't. Yeah, I don't want goblin jizz on my plates. Yeah, I can deal with a ghost ectoplasm. But, yeah, yeah. But I ain't dealing. Yeah. I ain't dealing with that. Plus, I would love to befriend a ghost. I would actually. I would. I would honor the experience. Yeah, Casper the friendly ghost. But we would have to. I would have to figure out some sort of sacrifice to make or or give it some sort of. Uh, you know, token so that it doesn't fucking knock my shit over all the time because that would piss me. <laughs> Don't knock off. my fucking drink over, you asshole. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, I will fucking give you some ghost treats. We just need to work this out. Look, I just poured this apple juice. Yeah, I'll get a Ouija board and be like, how do we make this stop? How do we? How, how do, do we, we help you move on? on? Yeah, exactly. You know, or how do we get a nice Casper situation where you just have fun antics? Yeah, we just have fun. We 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 are friends. I'm Devin Sawa. Yeah, be like, dude, you're dead, but you still get to do shit. Go out and have a good time. Don't knock my fucking drink over. That is having a good time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I guess Tim and I would just have, I guess me and the if, ghost would just have a different sense of humor. Yeah. Maybe I'd, I'd talk to, like, talk to him, be like, hey, that's fucking, I, I will take you to different places to go hunt. You can haunt yeah. me, bro. You can use my corporeal form to do your bidding onto the world. Just stop <laughs> fucking knocking my shit over. Just buy some sippy cups. Yeah, 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 so that's, that's a good point. That's true. Um, <laughs> this is the ghost cup. He just uses it to, sl- <laughs> to knock it over. Yeah, ghost. I would take ghost over goblin. Same. Same. I'd probably rather listen to ghost than have a goblin. That band keeps Ooh. fighting with each other because it, they're all like too capitalistic now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is all the questions. And that is all for the show today. What a fun um, way to wrap it up. Um, yeah, check us out. Um, Eavesdrop Podcast Network, you know. <laughs> Saying to check us out like at the end of a two-hour <laughs> podcast is just that what a fucking flex that was. <laughs> yeah. 
Check out the rest of the shows on the Need to Drop Podcast Network uh-huh. if you feel so inclined. Um, Go back and, and listen to our episode, starting from episode one. Yeah, this is like one eighty something, right? We're getting up sixty to something, eighty six. We're getting close 186. to two hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, two two hundo is coming up around we the. We just get, keep getting better with age, baby. Except I have these fucking echoey walls right now. I, yeah. I was gonna say, like, I was just thinking about this yesterday. It's gonna be wild, like in twenty twenty four, like when we can finally do another live show. And it's like we can just literally just talk about the wildness of pandemic wrestling. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. We could just go on a fucking pandemic wrestling tour. Just mm-hmm. talk about that Byron Saxton's Stone Cold <laughs> segment for an hour. Yes. Kicking the dick, <laughs> of Byron Saxton yeah. story. <laughs> we just play that. Just him saying hell yeah over and over. And then when Steve goes for the stunner and hits him in the fucking family jewels. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the show. Thank you all for listening, everyone. Happy Rusev Day. And Russell Boys 316 says, Life's hard, be harder. Shout out God's Hate. Shout out Brody King. Life's hard, on get your a helmet. Li- life's, ar- life's hard, get a helmet. Shout out Boy Meets World. 